0: Hi, and welcome to episode 39 of the Studio Insider Art podcast. In this week's episode, we have a much needed catch up with Laura Day, who's part of my studio team. In season one, I coached Laura toward her first solo exhibition and so much has changed since then. Laura shares how her vision for her arts practice and coaching business has sprung to life and how manifesting that vision has propelled her forwards. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, this is Susan Nethercote and welcome to the Studio Insider Art Podcast. In these episodes, I throw open the doors to my art studio practice and how I run my business as a professional artist. Whether it be candid insider chats with my studio assistants Laura and Steph, or interviews with other creatives, or answering listener questions, there is something here for every emerging artist. I hope my journey can help you feel a bit more at home in your own. Hi, everyone, and hi, Laura. Hello. How are you going? Good. It's been a while since I've had you on the it podcast. It has been a minute. It has been a minute, but like, there's been so many incredible things going on in your life and your business over the past few months that I really wanted you to come back in and have a chat.
1: Yay. Uh, I can't remember the last time and where, where we left off. I actually. think
0: it was just before we all went into lockdown. Mm. and you were getting prepared and you were renovating your studio so it was yeah. an exciting time mm-hmm. of of things coming to fruition in your life but there are so many more things that have come for, into fruition for you throughout those last few months so I just really wanted to have a chat with you about it because I just I think it's wonderful to see this blossoming happening
1: yeah there has been a lot happening actually there really has Slowly ticking away with the reno, like that's still little bits and pieces are still getting finalised. Yeah. I think when you came to visit, I still had the old tin door. You did. And, you know, um yeah, so we've enclosed all that and I've got a glass sliding door now. Fantastic. I've got a heater for the space. Great. And we've started to paint the exterior and... It's feeling really lovely now. That's so fantastic. It's really, really,
0: nice. So just for those of you who don't know, Laura has a old shed in her backyard, which she has been renovating and converting into a really beautiful studio space over the past few months. And I can't wait to see it with this glass sliding door because it'll just have so much more light in there.
1: Yeah, there is. There's much more light. Um, and it just feels like... A really welcoming space it now. does yeah well I it was already but I bet it's even
0: more amazing now
1: yes and I've been doing some sifting and sorting as well
0: have you were you inspired by that episode that I did with Steph a while back on like getting rid of the old and bringing in the new
1: yeah there's so much power in mm. that yeah just re re um reorganizing and throwing things away And even dusting and just, and of course I get sage and cleanse the whole space as well after I've done a tidy up. So that's made a a bit of a difference. Um, But some exciting news for me, I applied for an arts grant uh, through Creative Victoria Mm -hmm. and I received the arts grant. (laughs) It's
0: so amazing. So, like, what are we talking about here? Like...
1: Yeah, so I received $7,500 from Creative Victoria to sustain my arts practice until the end of the year. So it was an incentive to support arts workers um, during the COVID crisis. Yeah. And it just feels so good. Yeah. And I kind of knew I was going to get it. Did you? You had a feeling? I just had, yeah, this intuitive knowing or like just this instinct, like the whole application process was super easy. And when I started to do like reflection and, and build out my application, I actually felt really good about what I had achieved in the previous couple of years with my soul medicine painting workshops and my solo exhibition, and I really feel like that solo exhibition helped um, that that application become okay. successful. And why but do you say that? I feel like it was a good um, – it was proof that I was taking my arts practice seriously.
0: Yeah, and not just proof to them, but it was proof to you too, which mm. is so powerful, isn't it? Like the mm. statement that you make to yourself when you take on something like that. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, so I did um, I did a fair bit of vis- visualisation and I made a list of if I was to s- receive the grant, what I would spend it
0: on. So what do you want to spend? I mean, obviously you've spent some of it on the studio, but fill us in on some of the areas that you really want to invest in in your art business. So education.
1: Okay. Um, and So what are you doing education-wise? There was an art therapy course that I have been dying to enroll in. Yeah. And it's four and a half thousand dollars. Right. I'm like, how am I gonna justify spending that much money? Um it was a it you know, a big leap prior to receiving the grant. Um and it's something that's been on my radar for years now Mm. and yeah the great well, has it made has. it possible
0: yeah i mean we've talked so much particularly in season one of the podcast for, for both of us how art has been a healing journey for us mm-hmm. and and i'm so not surprised that you keep returning back around to this in terms of wanting to enrich your learning around it because it's such a it's it's a very meaningful part of the art making process for you so yep. it really makes sense that you would want to pursue that but i can mm-hmm. understand how that four and a half thousand dollar price tag could have held you back from taking that on. So what a wonderful gift.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. So I really felt into like what it would be like, uh, um, to receive that money and be able to, um, uh, enroll in study again. And it's in Apollo Bay, which is, um, on the great ocean road in Victoria, in Australia. It's a gorgeous part of Australia. Mm. And um, I just imagined myself in that space and in my visualizations I'd transport myself there and um, I also knew that I wanted to get some uh, professional photography mm-hmm. and I already identified the photographer so I imagined like what that would look like and I really think that helped manifest it as well.
0: That's fantastic yeah well, yeah. Ap- well it does because you- photography is all visual images and I mean, I know that you and I have both delved a lot into manifestation techniques and how to bring about what you want in your life. And one Mm. of the things that uh, is often talked about is, you know, having a vision in your mind, but then the other part of it is attaching positive emotion to the image in in the shape of how it's going to feel when that thing manifests in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. And it worked! Yay! That's so fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah, that's just so brilliant. Mm. And, and I just actually had the had the pleasure of viewing your beautiful photos, which were taken by her Golden Point, Melissa. I don't know her surname actually, Brennan. Melissa Brennan. Thank you. Um, they're absolutely beautiful, and congratulations because like they're just going to be amazing in your new upcoming i know this next piece website yeah tell us about that because she's just like explaining yes. in,
1: exploding into life i know the so the arts grant also helped me to invest in a squarespace website and that's something i've been talking about for so long just having a fresh um yeah a fresh new website mm. and and yes. also
0: the decision as i have done to step away from wordpress
1: Oh, WordPress just felt so clunky and there was a block there. Yeah. Uh... My partner's quite tech savvy and, you know, he's always like, he's like, oh, it's easy, but it's easy for him. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Squarespace really is good for people that are quite visual.
0: Yeah, and And for me
1: it helped. Because I find it
0: easy to use, it just makes me feel so much more in control of my own destiny in a way. Like it's a weird, huge leap that I just said there, but that's actually how it feels to me. And I've talked a lot about how important it is Um, to go with whatever technology feels easy for you because Mm. it's such a big part of your business. Like, why make it harder than it has to be?
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if it feels easy, go for it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so true. Um, Yeah, so I'm excited. It's just – it's not published yet, but, uh, yeah, I – i'm really excited to get all my gorgeous photos into it oh yeah um it's made such a difference
0: well i think people underestimate how important good photography is for a website like you have to put in some effort and you don't have to have professional photography if you can take great photos yourself there are ways to kind of work around it but really nothing is better than having pro shots yeah yeah
1: oh yeah just hiring someone that's an expert that can just come in and just make their magic yeah and then you know you've yeah it's it's going to be so easy now just so
0: tell me what you did in preparation for that because I, I remember when you came in a few weeks ago to work your eyelashes were looking amazing <laughs> so did you do obviously you did a little bit of I like
1: I went and got my nails done because yeah, I knew you that do I was hands. <laughs> smart i was gonna be a hand model so um yeah i went and got some shellac on my nails and i got them in like a lovely uh, pink color that matches the vibe of your art Yeah. yeah and then i had a little think about my outfits as well so when the photographer came i had about um i don't know six different tops And I was sort of going with like the pink and, um, the dark khaki green to like, if if I had a pink artwork, Mm -hmm. then the darker one would, um, sort of contrast and then, um, yeah. So, and then I had a few different apron options. I had my light denim one and all of that. And then I also sifted and sorted through all of my artworks and tried to figure out like what colorways would photograph Mm -hmm. really well and, yeah, and then I also made a Pinterest board as well. Ah, so I made great. a little bit of a mood board and planned that that out, just so um, I could show the photographer mm-hmm. the sorts of shots that I wanted to capture. And that's such a powerful
0: way to do it, isn't it? For something visual, Mm. like to actually show them something visual because that's, it's all a visual language. So yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So I was quite prepared and obviously I cleaned up my studio and like cleaned up my little um, beautiful window alcove Mm. and... Your hero spaces. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Some nice little spots that she could capture the magic and... Yeah, I'm super pleased. Like That's so great. Yeah, it feels really good. It feels like I'm investing in myself and I am levelling up. Mm-hmm. So all of these things that I sort of was thinking about, oh, it'd be so good one day, they're actually becoming a reality. Yeah. So it was so good one – it'd be so good one day that I have my own beautiful, light-filled – Um, art studio and I've written that in my journals for years and years and years Mm. and it's actually becoming like tangible in real life yeah that's so cool
0: and Mm. I imagine it's so inspiring for everyone out there that's listening to it as well Mm. yeah yeah fantastic yeah um, so can I ask you one question around like obviously in the past one of the things that had held you back on taking action on all of those new things that you've done within the business um now that you've done them and you're seeing what how it's appearing in the world and how it's helping you to feel about yourself do you think you would think differently in the future about investing in them you know perhaps with money that wasn't from a government source or like would you invest in would you be more inclined to invest in yourself in that way now that you've done it
1: yes definitely mm. um in the past like say for photography for example when I have my screen printing business um I bartered so okay. I bartered graphic design services yeah. for photos but there is something about paying someone their worth and that energetic exchange, it yes. helps you like accelerate because and it's really saying, "I'm worth it,
0: you're worth it." There's some; it's a powerful statement to the universe, isn't yeah. it?
1: And bartering's great. Like it's it's mm. it's really good, especially when you're starting out in business, like exchanging skills. Um, but I feel like more opportunities have been coming to me because I've had that. Um, I've, I've given that gift to someone else and I've supported someone else's business
0: yes. in a
1: financial way.
0: Yes. I, um, totally, I totally can see what you're saying because yeah. I, I have continual evidence of that in my own life as well. There's something very powerful about the statement that you make to the world, to the universe, when you say, yes, I'm worth investing in and mm. your worth it's not and it's not just about your worth it's actually through act of giving to someone else and investing in their worth something compounds and grows like mm. it's a really interesting thing it's a and it's like a it's a, a combination of the give and take like it's not just all about you it's mm. when you're giving to others that thing that the magic really starts to happen and yeah multiplying your life in a way
1: yeah 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 Um, so like a few other things during COVID have presented themselves, um, like I was asked to do, um, a commission. Oh yeah. Um, How did that go? Yeah. I, like, I think I, um, (laughs) I. I always said that I wanted to do commissions.
0: And then what happened?
1: <laughs> it was quite an uncomfortable process for myself. And I think that it brought up all my insecurities um, in myself. And, and, and I had a little bit of a battle with it um, mentally, emotionally. And I think because I had lots of other things happening at the same time, like studio reno and um, different bits and pieces – and juggling the hospital work and all of that. Like I think, you know, my, my energy was sort of being dragged in different places. So I, I didn't really have that big chunk or window. Anyways, um, I learned a lot from it. And I'm not sure if I'm going to have a commission page on my website.
0: Fair enough.
1: I think I really enjoy just making art um, and then selling it. Fair enough I mean this is a question that each artist can only answer themselves
0: probably through experience like of taking it on and trying it on for size yeah seeing how it feels to do commissions if that's the way that you want to negotiate your business Mm. and that's fine like it's for some people it's an easy process and for some it's not. just a personal thing yeah for me it's either i love it or i'm i'm not loving it Mm -hmm. so i have a function within my business to do it when i want to do it Mm -hmm. and not do it when it doesn't fit with what else i've got going on or when i'm not i just don't have the energy to contribute to that Mm -hmm. in that moment so it's just something every artist has to decide for themselves i think it's not for everyone
1: yeah um and it's not a never again i feel like i just need to evolve my style a bit further and just be a bit more distinct in like what I create. Well, that makes it easier for your customers as well, because if they, when
0: someone commissions a piece of work from you, it's usually because they've seen something that they like of yours. So if you don't have a really good handle on how you create that, then it is very hard to produce something for someone else Mm. because you've got nothing to hold on to. Yeah. So I, I would say that that's actually a really wise approach to
1: take Mm. so with this job the client actually sent a picture of someone else's work to me and they asked me if I could do something like that okay and then I did it in my style and I did it as much uh, um yeah as much in my style as as I could and she loves it which is great that's fantastic which is awesome um but I feel like there was just some unhealed parts of me that I still need to work through in terms of like my own personal belief in myself and but how my valuable
0: ability. to have an experience where you get to observe that. I mean, mm. not easy by any measure, mm. but that's some super rigorous, amazing learning right there Yeah, in the experience of it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Mm. And you know, it's also made me just be a little bit more clear on what elements of my business that I want to pursue income streams in. Yeah. Um, So, for example, like I've got um, a new NDIS
0: client. Okay, can I just pause there because we have a lot of listeners that aren't in Australia. Can you explain what NDIS stands for? Oh,
1: of course. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) No worries. So, NDIS is the National Disability Insurance Scheme. And yeah, um, people with disability receive funding to support them in all different aspects of their life. And I personally feel like the NDIS has opened up many opportunities for um, creative people with disability to pursue their dreams. Yeah. So this client... And um, you've worked in that area for quite a while. So yeah, I have. You've been an
0: aide to, to a few different clients that you've had.
1: I have, um, and I have been paid on the lower end of the scale, yeah. and this was the first time... Um, as a professional arts practitioner that I could set my own price isn't that exciting and it feels so good it's the highest rate that I've ever um, put out there and I feel really good about it that's fantastic mm-hmm. and
0: how affirming that is of your decision to also study art therapy as well mm-hmm. when you're working in that arena already hmm yeah That's so exciting. It is. So you've got a client that you're working with at the moment and is that an income stream you'd like to invite more into your business in the
1: future? Definitely. That's a page on my website. (laughs) That's fantastic. So yes, I do. I'd I'd like some more NDIS clients and it's something that I will be looking at uh, offering and I'm actually running it virtually, so it's not in person. So it's actually very yeah, different to what the right. looked like.
0: And again, like I keep coming back to this over and over again over the past episodes, over the past three months or so, of the gifts that have actually come as a result of the whole COVID nineteen experience. It's forced all of us to re examine our businesses and how and our business practices and how we're going about things and and, and introducing pieces of technology into our businesses that, are, that give us more freedom, actually. Because mm. you used to physically go out and help people, yes. which could become very physically overwhelming for you because of your own health issues. yes So this is a way better way for you to work, isn't it?
1: It is. So um, I'm a highly sensitive person as well. So that in-person work energetically was draining me. Yeah. And it took a lot to recharge Um, and be able to, you know, that sort of bled into my own personal arts practice Mm. too. So it sort of dulled my, my energy and zest. Um, so this is just a perfect opportunity and a perfect gift really. And you've probably found that too, with doing your things on online.
0: Absolutely.
1: Like the whole
0: online course thing. I mean, as you know, that's something that has been on the cards forever Mm -hmm. and, when all of the on, my online teaching had to stop. Um, sorry, when all of my in-person teaching had to stop. It just had to happen. And it was so much easier that I'd made it out to be in my own head, like by removing all of these unnecessary impediments in my own mind of what technology I had to use. I just made it so hard. Yep. And it doesn't have to be hard.
1: Oh, that's... <laughs>
0: it doesn't happen right so you're like throwing your head back in laughter tell me tell oh me what ta- talked
1: to me about it's that it's so true we just put all these barriers in place for our- ourselves and if we just start to chip away and take action and do little bits by bit by bit you just yeah it, it just happens
0: this podcast is brought to you by my new e-course painting as a practice chapter one this course is all about establishing an art practice that is fun, fulfilling and nurtures your authentic style. You can check it out over at susannethercutestudio.com forward slash online dash classes for all the details. And it's it's also, it's not just about how you chip away, it's about how the awareness you're bringing to that process like you visualizing are you connecting in with this vision that you have with your future at the same time as doing those practical tasks and 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 the real world stuff that you have to do to get into it are you pairing that also with the tools of manifestation that we have access to that we can all use through visualization through feeling into a possible future
1: yeah yeah I do have a question that's just come up for me. Oh, yeah. Whilst you were saying that, what about the people that don't have that vision and then they're not clear on like what their that big dream is for them?
0: Well, I think that's possibly what's led them to listening to this podcast that maybe that's something that they need to have a think about. I mean, if you're wanting to create a new future for yourself with with an art business for example, which is what we're talking about. Mm then it's really important to have some kind of a vision of of what you want to create. And I guess so much of what we've talked about on this podcast for quite a long time now is around continuing to come back to your why for why you're making art. Mm. I mean, for us, a big part of that is our own respective healing journeys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so that continually is a touchstone for both of us in the, in the directions that we choose to take in our businesses wouldn't you think yeah yeah definitely so I think it's really important for people to just take some time to allow themselves to dream into that space of the future where where art as an avenue of business exists for them and what that might look like and perhaps it's valuable for them to hear from two people that are actively in the process of doing that that this is actually an incredibly important part of the process Mm. of the creative creative process like outside of our art being a creative process the creation of a business is a creative process
1: yeah so for you where does that inspiration and that that dreamlike state um does that come up for you like in meditation or in the shower or like where where do you spend your time like in that in that vision state or like I don't know, like how do you know what next direction you want to take things?
0: Well, for me, I don't actively visualise in that way anymore and I mm-hmm. feel much more directed by what happens to me within my own spiritual practice. Yeah. So what that looks like for me is uh, I the more that I align with my own spiritual path, the more that certain opportunities appear for me and I try them out and... To be honest, I actually feel like at this stage of the game, the universe leads me in directions that I'd never dreamt of that are way better than what I could have dreamt of. But I first had to start out in that place where I was opening myself to the possibility and dreaming into it. So it's like, that's a really necessary first step
1: that you have to take, but- that has evolved and changed over the years as well. Do you feel like your spiritual practice and your art practice and everything, like your life in general, is just a whole fusion now? So Yes, that's exactly the way I would describe it. Mm. Perfectly said, it is a real fusion. Mm. So it's,
0: and it's very much, um, it's become very values driven for me. So whatever I bring forth in the business has to be in total alignment with a larger value system that I have in my life about what I believe in. Mm. And just as it is for you, for me, I believe in art as a healing journey and people can access that through me. If they're a client that buys my art, they access it through my art because I paint very consciously when I paint. That is, that is a spiritual practice for me. And in my business, every decision I make has to be in alignment with, what i envisages at a larger scale is in alignment with the, the future that i see that i that I, the, the universe wants me to play a role in
1: If mm. that makes sense so you've become more tuned into like those messages or that guidance from the universe like it nudges you the thing that i've become
0: very very attuned to is my own inner sense of being off track that's ah. the one thing so I've taken enough missteps in my business and made enough mistakes in my business to know what it feels like when I go off track. Mm -hmm. So I've developed really good GPS for identifying emotionally when I start to go off kilter and when things are not feeling good is often because I have gone out of alignment with my with. Any it can be any number of aspects of my being, like whether it be within the business or within my art practice or within my interpersonal relationships. So that's the bit that's changed. I've become better at knowing when I'm off track. Yeah, yeah. But that's such an individual experience for all of us, isn't it?
1: It is. Mm. It is. And mm. only you you know what's right for you. Well, that's right. And the further I move along that path
0: of I guess it's an alignment between spiritual practice and my business the more they become aligned Mm. the more I can't separate the two and uh the less choice I have to move off track it's like this podcast continually keeps moving in this direction toward um the alignment between my spiritual values and my art making process and my art creation process and the whole broader theme of uh bringing well-being to all of those things
1: yeah because this is what you're meant to be doing yeah
0: so i just keep having conversations about it and i try to paint from that you know that place of wanting to bring healing to the world and whoever needs it through my art Mm. which might seem very airy fairy and strange to some people but it's a very real thing to me and I I know when people connect with my art that they've connected with something very real that they needed access to because I see it happen over and over again Mm -hmm. so that's all I need to know yeah powerful stuff it is interesting stuff
1: yeah so that's we can just tap into like what feels good for us and what feels in alignment with our values
0: yes and sometimes I will just say around the feeling good thing, though, that sometimes there may be discomfort within your business, but it's because you're coming up against an edge of something that you need to resolve. So it's not always comfortable. And often things that come up that don't feel good can often be some of my greatest learning experiences. So even, and I say that because like you could potentially beat yourself up for those times that you go off path. But mm. what happens every time that that happens is I get another important learning. Yes, that just keeps me in alignment. So yes, and it, and it's important for me to remember that because I can have a tendency to attack myself for oh you made a mistake you yeah, know? and I think it's really it's like with the commission process you know mm. like you didn't make a mistake and there's nothing wrong there it just no. put, you were just on your edge and it was very uncomfortable for you mm-hmm. but you learn incredibly valuable information that if you choose to, will actually enable you to go back and try it again with more self-awareness. Yeah. You may not do that. Mm. But it's important to know the difference about things. You know, I don't want it to sound like a blanket thing. If it feels bad, don't do it. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes you need to do hard things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Like, it's just like that saying goes, like, there's no failures. Like, it's all just
0: lessons. You know, the feeling that comes to me that helps me relate to it the best is probably like you know when like sometimes you've been in conversation with a friend or something and maybe you've said something about another friend you've you've had a little bitchy moment right and then you just feel yucky about it mm. like ah, oh, that just I didn't feel good that I said that mm. like that feeling is the kind of feeling I'm talking about it's the one where you just you did something you were out of integrity with yourself yeah and you just go that was just yuck mm-hmm. when I have that feeling that's when I go that was not the right thing to do
1: mm-hmm.
0: that little, that moment. Do you know what I mean? That's like, a perfect
1: example. Yeah,
0: it really is. And it's a very different feeling to the, just, oh, that's uncomfortable. And it feels bad. I won't go near it. Mm-hmm. Cause this is, it's a tricky thing when you start talking about manifestation, isn't it? That whole, um, cause that it's one of the often spoken of things with manifestation that you've got to bring good feeling to what you're visualizing which sometimes can be really hard. Mm. Um, But that's not to say that you have to be Pollyanna about everything in your life and pretend that there are negative things, that there are negative things and they're not happening because, you you know, that's a very construed way of looking at it that's not helpful for anyone.
1: Yeah, we can't be positive and in that high vibrational state all the time. because sometimes you've just got to
0: deal with hard things. Mm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this conversation has gone into a whole... (laughs) Metaphysical direction, I didn't predict, but there you have it. Hey, yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. it's been great, it's been so good. Yeah,
0: I want to have one other final question for you. Mm. Um, what do you think's worked for you most in getting you where you are now? Like,
1: can you sum it up? Um, so I feel like it is that manifesting, um, picture. But it's also my dedication to work on my own um, mindset and personal development and yeah. growth. I feel like they're big things and there's tools that I use to to get to that stage so like my journaling and visualization practice. but I think it is just constantly uh, wanting to learn and grow and that energy picture too like it's like that being intentional with that energy Mm. that you put into things so um yeah beautiful I think that's what's worked the most for me and I think you know when I made that decision um last year to like really make more art and make a good go of that um my professional practice that was that stake in the sand. It was yeah. like, I'm putting myself first, yeah, and I'm gonna make it happen no matter, matter what,
0: yeah. And then the universe came along and, yeah, delivered mm-hmm. some pretty cool stuff, yeah. It's so exciting. I'm so pleased for you. There was one other thing that you uh, mentioned had happened also. Yes. You were approached to be a facilitator in a personal transformational program. Yeah. Which is so
1: in alignment with everything we're talking about. It is very in alignment. Um, I was actually a customer of Brooke and I did a previous program of hers at the start of COVID, which was awesome. And I did think, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I did... A soul medicine painting session as part of this, because she, she did. She engaged a few different uh, practitioners, so um, breath work and we did like a moon ceremony and um, all different sorts of things, numerology. And anyways, for the second round, Brooke has asked me to be a facilitator and um, the program is uh, called... Uh, become your bliss the um, butterfly journey ah. so we're going to be painting butterflies that's <laughs> which like, is that's really like awesome. exactly
0: what we've been talking about is mm-hmm. it's all about metamorphosis and mm-hmm. becoming you know that inner that inner being you know is in there yeah yeah it
1: is that yeah. whole like gestation and growth and yeah. expansion out into the world Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So that's really awesome. And that's something that I thought like, you know, it was just like a seed that was planted when I did the actual program. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. I could see myself as a facilitator and Mm. now I've been asked and I'm getting paid for it. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I'm so excited to see all of this manifesting for you because back in season one of the podcast, when I coached you through putting on that first solo exhibition, it was not an easy time for you. Like it was mm. you enjoyed the process, but there were many, many challenging moments. Yeah. And you've passed through each of them and 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 executed that exhibition beautifully. Mm. And I think exactly what you have said has taken place. Like there's been such a fierce standing of your own ground and claiming your future as a professional artist for yourself that mm you've just since then something has opened up in you mm-hmm. um so I hope that anyone out there that's listening that's in those emerging artist stages can just really be inspired by you and your journey and everything that's happening
1: oh that's so nice and hey call me crazy I have booked in for another exhibition in 2021 oh. and I'm doing it all again <laughs> no, <laughs> so that's for another be, podcast
0: that'll be great you'll be <laughs> amazing yeah. you're so ready for it yep yeah Mm. oh thanks for joining me again laura it's so nice to catch up with you yeah you too Suze. thank you catch you next time bye everyone bye you can always see more of my art over at susannethercote.com and if you're interested in learning from me or checking out the podcast notes you can find those over on susannethercotestudio.com I love hearing your comments and feedback, so feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, then why not snap a screenshot and share it in your Instagram stories? Be sure to tag me at susan.neviket so I can say hi. And if you've got a great idea for a future podcast episode or know someone who you think I should interview, then pop on over to susanneviketstudio.com forward slash podcast. Hit the button in the header image to shoot me an email. Catch you next time.